This segment of the show is brought to you by East Africa Camps. Be amazed by the wonders and rich cultural experience that awaits you. Book now or call your travel agent. Thanks for joining me on my podcast, Travel and You. Thank you to uh, Gavin for his uh, reach out yeah. and um, in accepting my invitation and extending my invitation uh, to bring you on the, the my podcast. Okay, fantastic. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what I want to, um, this is part two of um, episode five. And uh, I just want to extend, uh, give uh, give my listeners a broad view of um, East Africa and what you guys have to offer. So um, the first question I really want to ask is, uh, why East Africa? I mean, we decided to be in East Africa more exactly in Kenya and Tanzania because of the natural resources. Because oh. in terms of nature and wildlife, um, Kenya and Tanzania have the biggest parks and the biggest natural parks to to see the the wildlife. So this this was the main focus of the of choosing that uh, that locations. Oh, very nice. And um, I, East Africa is such a beautiful country, and I've seen a lot of um stuff with uh, and read upon a lot of stuff of uh, East Africa, and um it's very interesting. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So from uh, from the nature to the people to uh, is another is another quality uh, is another quality uh, in terms of tourism and is an, another kind of life with which uh, we Europeans or or Americans uh, have different uh, way to see it. Good, good. And even good. just to add on that too, it has a lot to offer because. You know, it's so rich in culture, and even just with the history, because you know, aside from much of the people with the the natural um, history that's that's really evolved there, like in Gorogoro Crater, there it's very diverse in the wildlife, and you'll really experience a lot in both Kenya and Tanzania. Okay. Exactly. Okay. What are some of the daily routines that they do down there uh, on a regular basis? I mean, um, I can tell you it's about, it's about our trips, you know. Our trips is a regular basis, is going on game drives and doing a route, uh, experiencing the, the wildlife and uh, they have the, the wildlife so so approach to you. So we, uh, we have our properties in the middle of the parks, like for example in, the, with, in Kenya, we are in the Masemara, mm-hmm. which is the, the, the biggest... Um, to see the the crossing of the animals, oh. the big uh, the big uh, migration is where you want to spot it. And uh, so we wake up in the morning, we go on the game drive, uh, see all the, the animals. Uh, afterwards, they have lunch in the savanna, come up to the to the property to the camp. Afterwards, have a glass of wine. We're telling your experience, we're sharing your experience with other people, have a visit with the Maasai's. Uh, it's like a kind of cultural cultural and um, an holiday experience in, at, uh, at other level. 
it's supposed to be an ultimate experience. Exactly. So that's what we try to 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 give to our guests is that it's the ultimate experience. Like it's nothing related what they used to. Right. They will enjoy it, the nature and the culture of the of the people. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, East Africa people are some of the nice people I've, I've ever seen and um, met because I've met uh, one and two of them. And um, yeah, there's some very nice people, very cultural wise. And um, in this time of pandemic, you know, you you want a um, vacation like these to, you know, give you give you give you a sense of appreciation of life, that life still exists and happiness still exists. You know, real raw culture in East Africa you'll be experiencing when you go there. Exactly. exactly. Now, now at the moment, I mean, uh, uh, one of the, the the sources that they have is about tourism, and this this situation that we are currently living so affect them a lot. You know, but uh, people are still keen to travel. Are still keen to travel. There, there is no so many restrictions there so they ask you just for the PCR and, uh, and they are more they are more than welcome uh, they are more than welcome to to, ex, to expect tourists over there so everybody is expecting the tourists because um, they need they need to, to have this kind of uh, of income as well mm -hmm. and to 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 develop the, the How many employees that are providing that sort of services uh, from the hotel to the tour? Hmm. In, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, Kieran, uh, we, uh, as we have uh, uh, everything, we don't uh, depend on third party. So, uh, I mean, with that, we have, uh, we have the properties, we have the vehicles, the guys. We, uh, we have uh, almost the full package without... It's just we, we don't have the planes. So what that means uh, that we need, uh, we need drivers, waiters, cookers, uh, every single every single job in, in the tourism industry mm -hmm. to receive the tourists. And we have uh, over 100, 150 people working with us. Oh, good. That's really good. Um, are there plans to open more of these camps in the future? Yes, 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 indeed, indeed, indeed. So uh, currently we are we are refurbishing all the properties at the moment mm -hmm. because uh, we want to be ready because at some point in time this uh, the guest needs to uh, I mean the, we will start to travel all again right. <laughs> so uh, and we want to be ready for for that point oh. so we are working on it everything is gonna be be brand new. And we we are expecting to have uh, when the boom comes, we have want to be ready for it. Very good, very good. I can imagine. You know, I can't wait to experience a cultural experience like that. I I would love to really, you know, visit uh, cultures like those. You know, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a good experience. And um, and every uh, in our properties, our properties are located uh, in specific points. Uh, So, like I told you first, in Masemara, so right. in Kenya we are in Masemara, right. afterwards we do the crossing, we do the crossing through Lake Victoria, where we have an island over there, we have a private island, 
uh, where you're going to use another uh, transport, which we are to use the boats, uh, be it, so you're going to experience something different, you're going to experience the sunset in the middle of the Lake Victoria. Uh, afterwards, we have another one in, a, in the middle of the Serengeti, which is as well where you could see like two millions, two million of animals running at the same time, which is fantastic. Uh, and the biggest community of lions. And afterwards, the next one is the we have one in the, the top of the crater of the volcano, which is the Ngorongoro volcano, which is one of the seven wonders of the world. So it's fantastic. And we are the only ones in the top of the rim of the crater with that fantastic views that uh, Tanzania and the crater have to offer. Oh, nice, nice. And, and, you know, you mentioned something about beaches, you know. A lot of people think uh, that East Africa, those places don't have beaches. They're just wetlands and um, dry lands and etc. So it would be interesting to know that you have beaches that accommodate tourists that uh, goes on the beach and uh, like any other Caribbean countries and relax on the beach. You know, is there such and um, what, what, what a number of beaches they have there? So, uh, what, is, uh, what is related to Kenya and to, to what is the wildlife uh, is in the middle of the country. But within 45 minutes, we can relax after the safari in Zanzibar, which is uh, an island of sand white beach. Uh, it's, um, it's perfect. Clear water, sand white beach uh, uh, is, is amazing wow. to relax. Wow, wow. Uh, there is a, a area, a camp uh, that's called Pakalo La Safari Camp. Pakula La. Ah, there, there it is. Where, yeah, you see, I was trying to pronounce those fancy names, you know. <laughs> you know. But um, where, where's the camp located? This one is the one that I told you before. It's on the top of the rim of the crater. Oh. It's a crater. And this is the only tented camp in the world on the tape on the top of the rim of the crater. It's just us. Mm. Very exclusive. Because I was told I was told about the seven natural wonders at the world's largest yeah. inactive. So tell me more about that one. So, so the, this is like a so it is a volcano. It's a, it's a crater with a twenty kilometers of diameter. And um, because they have a lake inside, mm -hmm. so the, there is a, a, an ecosystem. So the animals don't need to move to do the migration to, for, to search for water, to, fish, uh, to search for food. So they're always still there. Mm. So you have like a kind of a, a different ecosystem. You have the biggest concentration over there of rhinos. is in, uh, in Ngorogoro crater. And... Uh, and we have all the animals except the giraffes. Because the giraffes, they just can walk in the, the rain plains. I mean, like in no mountains, no... <laughs> they, can, yeah. they cannot climb. Right, right. They cannot climb. So that's why we don't have them over there. And they are more located in Serengeti, where it's just a plain, uh, plain terrain. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that, that's so nice. And... Um... I, you know where where actually where the the animals when they migrate, or, or where do they go actually when they migrating where they start from when they are migrating? It's only around. 
all the time, all year round, in between Masemara and Serengeti. So in the, in the, in April now now at this point they start to move up to to Masemara. Around mm. August they are in Masemara, and from September they start to come down again to Serengeti. Oh. One of our best things that we have is because we have properties in both both sides, but, in, like in Serengeti and Masemara. Right. No, no matter whenever you travel with us, you always gonna see this. You know, because if you don't catch them in Masemara, you're gonna see them in Serengeti afterwards. Nice, nice. Oh, wow. So, always, always you're gonna see the the animals and. Uh, and the big movement, which is called the migration. It is so um, fascinating when you heard about these animals and they're migrating and to see them actually with their physical, seeing them, you know, it's uh, so fascinating. So I can imagine when tourists go there, they're all ready, cameras ready to see those stuff migrating. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's incredible. It's a, yeah. So it's just for you, can it's just for you to know, like imagine what is two million and a half animals at the same time going in one direction, you wow. know? Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. It's impressive. It's, it's impressive. I can imagine, I can imagine. Um, the time zone, I know it's a 24-hour period, but um, the time zone there now in East Africa would be, like, what, like what's the time zone like? Uh, I don't know related for you. Uh, I know related for me in Europe is two hours further. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, let me. I'll add it to that. So actually, right yeah. now, for us, so with Kenya, they're um, GMT plus three. So for them, they are about. I would say it's about seven hours ahead of us. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, did you any any you gentlemen do uh the the food um because I, I a lot of persons that I book to travel to any other country you know the first thing they want to know about the food and the culture you know what sort of um food like what's the food like there okay so uh, in our properties we because we are uh, tourist orientated uh, we have all the time international food but made with the uh, local sources. I mean, what I mean with that? The, all the sources from the vegetables, meat, uh, this is all local. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, because with that, with that, we as well, we, we like to buy, uh, we, like this, we are participating as well in the, in the community, you know? Right. So we buy the food from the farmers uh, around us, and uh, and that's how it works. But you you can always expect uh, um, all the time we have fresh vegetables, fresh food, and they are making up in the in their own place straight away for you. Tourism and uh, the hospitality, the food, it ties in community to to purchase from the community lo locally, buy locally, eat locally. It's so important. It's a part of the whole uh, hospitality and tourism sector, you know. So we have to support exactly. our locals, you know. The cities in and around the camp. Um, what what are they like? Um, tell me about some of the cities that are that are close to the camps and are around. Uh, um, I mean, next really next to the camps, we don't have nothing because we are in the middle of the savanna. Oh, you know. 
Yeah, we are in the middle of the savannah. So, but the the the, the nearest one, just for you to to have a, a bit of the the logistics how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nearest one, the big uh, big city from us, is about seven hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's why every every day we have uh, uh, cars bringing in the the food and you know, uh, and every kind of uh, sources that we need to the camps mm. like uh, drinks food every every day we have a we have a, an order because it needs to be like this is if you want to have a, if you want to have the things fresh right mm-hmm. okay so in terms of logistic is very very difficult afterwards we what we have near is like the Maasai villages you know, right. like in the Maasai villages, you have uh, as well, like, uh, the, I mean, they, they do uh, uh, agriculture and they have their, their own uh, sources, like uh, for vegetables and, and uh, like eggs and things like that. Okay. So we can get it locally straight away. Okay, okay. Yeah. Gavin, um, the airport, or, uh, Mario, uh, the airport. How far is the airport from the camp to get in there? What transportation is it like? What's transportation? I mean, uh, if we, if we, if you go in a circuit, so we start from Nairobi, uh, from in Kenya, and we left in Arusha, in uh, Tanzania, or Zanzibar, if you want to extend your three days or four days on a beach to relax. But within, uh, within. Uh, one hour from each camp, uh, from each property, we have what is airstrips, you know, like for small air, aircrafts to right. land. Right, right, oh. So that's possible as well. Like, for example, if, if you want to go just for setting it in three days, instead of going by car, uh, because you're going to take longer, no, you can uh, you can get uh, a small aircraft and be there in a half an hour from the main airport. You know what I mean? Okay, nice. So basically, it's half an hour, give or take, to reach to the camp from where you go, where you when exactly. you land. Exactly, exactly. Okay, okay. You know, um, Gavin, do you have anything you want to say to add on? Yeah. So just really adding on to what uh, Marcio had mentioned, there's so many options, and you know, and one thing I'd like to say too is if you're an avid photographer, because we do even have some uh, routes where. You know, we do have kind of like trucks that can take you through other parts uh, within East Africa that could take you there and you could even do private tours. And it's perfect to really get up close and personal with a lot of the, the animals, uh, meeting with the, the local culture. Because one thing that I even mentioned before too is that, you know, when you do, let's say, an excursion or a safari tour, it's not just like waking up at 7 o'clock in the morning. It can be any time during the day is that right marcio they could be maybe four o'clock in the morning it's it can be very hectic but exactly. it's definitely worth it because the animals don't wait for anybody they're on their own time they're not like us the thing is like uh, in africa the timetables change i mean we wake up with the sun and we go down with the sun which is from four o'clock in the morning six o'clock Four, four to five o'clock in the morning, and at six, seven in the afternoon is already night. So we need to wake up very, very early to take a more profit of everything what we're gonna see. Right. 
and to see the sunrise, uh, which is when the animals have more activity, mm-hmm. and where you can do a fantastic balloon safari as well. We can, this is the, the top of the line, <laughs> is doing the balloon safari. And, uh, and check all, all, all the animals uh, starting their activities. Wow. wow. You know? The best part, one of the best parts is Valkyrian is when you wake up in the morning, you get up from your room and you have a zebra or a giraffe in front of you just to say good morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, oh, well, good morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So that that's amazing. That's uh, the most interesting point is in the morning and afterwards the sundowner uh, as well when uh, there is not more too much animals uh, animals around. But you you can do you can be seated only on, uh, on the fire pit, having a glass of wine, sharing the experience with what you have with your with your friends and uh, and family uh, in in your trip, which is amazing. Okay. And, and what I would say too is, you know, one thing that uh, you can imagine, picture yourself, Peter, just having a drink, relaxing after, you know, your safari trip, you know, just under the stars and maybe looking down on the crater in, in, in Gorongoro. So it's one way just to really just picture it yourself. It's really hard to explain until you see it, but just imagine just sitting there looking at the stars because the stars are different out there, the clear skies, you wow. know, hearing the animals out there, it's, it's quite an amazing experience wow wow I, ca- I can imagine all of that man you know gentlemen planning a trip to a new destination such as uh, east africa if anyone has not been there is you know it can be daunting and can be sometimes worse you know when there is no information to make you aware and that's where we i bring on uh, you two gentlemen gavin and mario from east africa camp to explain to you listeners as to what you can expect and um, that's why you have, um, this is why you have travel advisor like myself to, you know, point you in the right direction and tell you how to book a trip and uh, tell you about the destination. You know, so gentlemen, I really appreciate and want to thank you so much for being on my podcast again. And um, it's a pleasure having you on. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for having us, Kieran. And uh, um it was fantastic to, to be on your, uh, on your show. Thank you very much, Mario. Thank you very much. A pleasure. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Travel and You. Hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to tune in again. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at TravelU2021 and on Facebook at TravelNJU2021.